Okay, that's fine. Then we can. Okay. The joke you know what? It's a good. Candy. It's a good joke. We'll see who gets Dentist it. Dentist. Good joke. Tooth decay. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All okay. Right. Awesome. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. I've got some future in my eye. Nine out of ten dentists hate tier five raids. December is eventful, except with two L's. Like it's full of events. Get get it? Adios evolution event. Please leave the spawns. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the GoCast podcast. It's December 10th. Yet another Tuesday Eve. My name is Chris. I'm your host. And this week I'm joined by Kyle. Hiya. And it's just the two of us. Just the two of us or however that goes. That's a <laughs> that's a famous reference, I think. You know, I, I should know what that reference is. It's from what's it from? Do you know what it's from? I mean, it's a song, but that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I, I got, too, I know. man. You know, this is where culture breaks down, where we make the references to a thing. We don't know what the thing is. I'm just wow. This is just noise pollution at this point in time. Anyway, hey, welcome to the GoCast podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go and pop culture. That second part was a flat out lie. Before we get started, special thanks to two patrons in particular. One brand new patron, Monica. Thank you for helping support the show and we hope you enjoy the discord and such. And then also Lori, a current patron she upped her pledge thank you so much for your uh generosity it's great to have you in the discord we hope that you continue to enjoy yourself there okay kyle you know what you know what time it is i do all right it's time to tuck in and uh get a reality check you want to go first you want me to go first i feel like i roast you first and then uh and that's just easy for me because your soul's already broken at that point in time it's okay i think mine will be quicker okay (laughs) Okay, I like that attitude. Kyle, you had but two goals this week. Yeah. One, one was max out your lucky Drifloon. Not quite. Very, very close. Like two power-ups away. And then number two was a Terrakian. No, didn't, didn't That's happen. That's a no. That's it a no. Did not the, happen. the fabled 0%. <laughs> 0%. It's My been a little goodness. while. It's been a you know little what? while. You know what? In Pokemon Go world, 0% is a sought after number. <laughs> Good for you. You've attained Nirvana or something. I don't know. What do you have to say for yourself? In your defense, anything? No. I mean, I haven't really had much desire to go out raiding, especially just because of the cold weather just makes it not fun. <laughs> I cannot believe what I'm hearing, you casual. I mean, it's like it's like five degrees outside right now. Yeah. So. OK, well, that's fair enough. Well, let me tell you, I also had Terrakian on my to do list this week for goals. Oh. And uh, I also failed miserably <laughs> at getting them. Now, bear in mind, I haven't even mentioned this yet. I was going to touch on it before we actually dug into stuff here. But now is a good enough time. Hey, sorry, we didn't have an episode last week. I think we should probably acknowledge that. 
I was really busy with work and then had like no time whatsoever in order to like make a solo show. And Kaya was busy and it was whew, it was a thing just didn't just didn't work out. So sorry, guys, especially to those of you that emailed with some questions that were pertinent. We will get to them today. Sorry to keep you waiting for so long. But that being said, niceties out of the way. Kyle and I both had two weeks <laughs> to catch a Tarakian. And, and we didn't, didn't do it. Sure didn't. I also had an opportunity to attend an EX raid, to which I just oh. decided, no, not worth my time. So I didn't go. That's not true. I was busy <laughs> doing something. It was a family thing. I, <laughs> I, could, I just couldn't go. I'm just going to pretend like I didn't want to. Uh, 200,000 Stardust. I did achieve that goal. So I'm at uh, 33%, 0.33 repeating, of course. So so there's that. Great. Kyle, now that we've now that we've been baptized in failure, I think yeah. it's <laughs> I think it's important for us to do one last thing that I know you and I have both improved on. And that is our Unova metal check. Uh this is a very bold claim of you to to assume. I thought you said you caught a bunch. No. Or evolved some or what are you, are you still sitting week. at 36? 36? No, I'm at 32. 32? Whoa, yeah. my brain gifted you four. I don't what even happened? know where you got those four. I don't either, but I found them because I'm at 40. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, see, I'm still waiting on all the stuff that mostly comes from eggs right now. Okay. Stuff gotcha. like Pharaoh Seed, stuff like the Dano. Dino. Dano. Dano. Dino. Dino. Who knows, man? Uh, uh, the third evolution still for the Snivy and the Tepig line. Haven't seen any of those guys. Yes, yeah, Snivy. Uh, I had some luck hatching them from some 5K eggs. So there's that. Oh, I should probably. Hey, eggs reminded me while we're still kind of in this like weekly review section before we actually do get started with news. Um, I think now is an, an appropriate time as any to mention. I'm doing something kind of similar to 500 raids this summer um, for the next like 16 weeks. It's not going to be a big charity push. It's not going to be a big thing. I'm not going to make a bunch of videos, but I am training for a marathon uh, that's happening later this year. So I'm going to try to do two like 16 week training rotations. And this first one I'm doing, I started yesterday on Monday. And what I'm doing is I'm tracking all of the eggs that I, I hatch, how many eggs I hatch broken down by day. I'll post a link to that sheet in the show notes, I've made one. Of course, I have a spreadsheet going already. Of um, I'm tracking. I'm tracking IVs for each of them, the type of egg that that hatched, and then where <laughs> they're from as well. So there's that. If you guys can think of anything else fun for me to track, please shoot me an email. Shoot me something. Shoot just, you in the eye. Just, yes, with future. <laughs> that would be great because I'm kind of grasping at straws. I'm just I'm just trying to gamify it a little bit, you know. Just make it a little bit more fun. So there's that. I don't even have a name for this yet. Should I even name it? Last time I did, oh. it didn't turn out so great. Actually, it turned out great. It just was a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> But to this time, you're bettering yourself. That's true. I was bettering myself before. I'm 500 raids richer now. Thank you. I mean, that's one way of looking at it. Sure is. The other one, we just we donated a, a fair amount of money to the yeah. National Park Foundation, so that was cool. Okay, any, anyway, enough of that stuff. Let's get into the news. Okay, first tidbit of news comes from GoHub. Rare candy drops 
quote, fixed. Here's the fixed. actual quote. Yes, fixed air quotes. I, 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 this is a this is a thing in the community. We're not going to make it into a thing here. This is just pretty straightforward. Here's the <laughs> quote from in the article. Niantic has shared that they are increasing Barcandy rewards from completing five star raids in Pokemon Go. At the same time, completing four star raids will reward guaranteed charged TMs. This change is effective immediately. This quote is pulled from a tweet which was prefaced with we heard your feedback and then they gave all these great changes that people were asking for so uh okay we said we weren't going to talk about it but i kind of want to talk about it there's two ways to look at this (laughs) one awesome they listened to us two they shouldn't have made this change in the first place and so whatever (laughs) (laughs) i'm kind of falling into that first camp because i think experimentation is going to happen i think it's great that they're like hey we heard you here's these two specific things you guys want Uh, Uh, How do you feel, Kyle? I'm a little bit in the middle because cool that they're fixing it. It was pretty bad that people were getting one rare candy from a tier five raid and then, you know, getting like 18 hyper potions. But on the flip side, being able to do tier three raids and getting like nine candy, that's pretty great. And now the candy is gone from tier three raids. Well, not gone, but, you know, significantly lowered again. That's uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles, man. I feel like five star raid should give you the most uh, valuable reward. I uh, I think there's a there's a debate to be had there because the five star raid is already giving you the legendary Pokemon and it's giving you the candy for the legendary Pokemon and it's giving you the most experience. So what's the harm in tier three raids maybe giving a more fixed drop rate of rare candy? And then, you know, making the tier four raid the fixed drop rate of charge TM. So you can pick what you want to farm. Yeah, I mean, I I can agree with that, too. I'm just I'm just saying with a tier five raid. Yes, you get the legendary Pokemon and the candy for the legendary Pokemon and a number of other rewards and such like that. But you cannot do them on your own. You have to get a group together. Yeah. So I still think it requires it like it. The reward is still wanting. But like a raid pass is a raid pass in in Niantic's yeah. eyes, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I think this is more about like the and I think this this move, these changes, these two very small changes is a really good way to appease a money making part of their demographic, which is these raiders, because the people that were mentioning it were even noticed that there was a change in rare candy rewards for five star raids aren't doing one raid every other day Mm -hmm. they're doing 10 20 a large sample size every evening you know what i mean so uh, i think this was a smart move little risk little cost to them click click you know that's it yep but anyway um that's great people are happy with that awesome if you're not and you don't care that's also good because then you weren't stressed out in the first place see awesome okay You know what else is awesome, Kyle? What? Take a wild guess. Events. Yes. And the ones that evolve over time, except that this is the first time that this one came out. So that metaphor doesn't work at all. I won't re-record another take because I love that failure. It was great. All right. So there was an evolution event. All this information comes from the official PokemonGoLive.com posting. When is this event Sadly, it came out right after we should have recorded last week, so we didn't get a chance to even report on it. Uh, But when did it start? It's from Thursday, December 5th. 
to Thursday, December 12th. So this is going to be finishing on this Thursday. This show will be coming out on Wednesday. So you got another day still since the release of this podcast. What is happening during this event? What features could there be? Pokemon that evolve in unique ways, such as Onyx, Eevee, Roselia, and Burmy, will be appearing more often in the wild, in raids, and in field research. Let me tell you, the spawns for this event, magnifique. Really good. Really Really good. So good. good. Yeah. Additionally, take on raids against Pokemon with unique evolutions, like Lickitung, Scyther, Togetic, and Ralts! Exclamation point. So excited, Pokemon Go! Find more two-kilometer eggs that will hatch into Pokemon such as Tyrogue, Phoebus, Burmy, and Happiny. Then specific field research tasks that reward evolution items, which can help you evolve certain Pokemon will be available. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny Burmy. But careful. And if you're even more lucky, you'll actually notice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that it's shiny. Oh, jeez. It, it's... It's just, if there weren't the three stars, I don't even know if I would notice. Yeah, I think we have we have new uh, new competitors for the worst shiny nomination. I, I think Burmy might take the award for worst shiny, at least that I've seen. Now, I will say Mothim is a good yes, shiny. Great. Mothim is a great shiny. But Wormadim and the Burmies, all six of those. Bad. Awful. Really <laughs> Just kind of a bummer. <laughs> Bonuses include for this event all lure modules will last one hour for the duration of the event. Yes, this does include glacial magnetic and mossy lure modules. Two times experience from evolving Pokemon. Get evolve partying, I suppose. And then uh, there's going to be evolution items from raids. Great. That's the event. <laughs> there was there was one event raid day as well. Uh, let's talk about that right quick. It was on Saturday, this past Saturday, December 7th, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. in your local time zone, and it consisted of a few things. Encounter Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle in one-star raids. Encounter Ivysaur, Charmeleon, and Wartortle in two-star raids. And then they put Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise in four-star raids, and receive up to five additional raid passes during the raid day time period when you spin a photo disc at a gym. Spectacular. Apparently, the middle evolutions and the final evolutions could also be shiny from rays during this event. That's awesome. Now, Kyle, no. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I didn't care at all about this and forgot it was happening and I didn't do it. I didn't care at all, but only because I've got at least three of the Charmander and Squirtle line and I've got one Bulbasaur, so I'm, I'm okay. But I just want to say evolutions and raids. We need more of them. Please <laughs> let those Machamps be shiny and yeah, I'll go do more really of great. them. Please. That would be awesome. OK, so besides the raid day that nobody cared to really attend, <laughs> there was also a change to the raid boss uh, pool in general during this event. This this could change. Uh, you know, Thursday evening. And I would actually go out on a limb to say that it will wildly change on Thursday because, yeah, that's how it goes. But currently in tier one, Phoebus, Ralts, Burmy, only three? Strange. Tier two, Electabuzz, Lickitung, Mawile, Tangela, Yanma. Not very exciting of a pool. I guess more chance for shiny Yanma. That's good IV if that's what you're looking for. Tier three, Alolan Raichu, Onyx, Porygon, and Scyther. 
What a winning tier. It's got Scyther in it. Tier four, <laughs> Agron, Alolan Marowak, Excadrill, Togetic, Tyranitar. Not easy candidates for charge TMs, let me say. Yeah. All right. And then in tier five, we got Terrakian, the angry bull that time forgot. Nobody really cares about Terrakian is what I'm just, pretty much. Just yeah. another Tyranitar. I've like, tried to get groups to go do him and nobody, nobody's interested. It's just the way it is. He's just like slightly better in some aspects and then the exact same in others. So yeah, can't wait till Ver- Verizian comes yeah, out next Verizian. week. Verizian comes out the 17th. Yep. 17th. So yeah, next week. Oh boy. Yep. Oh, boy, <laughs> that'll be exciting. But yeah, no. the evolution event, I think the, the, the spawns are great. That raid day, I didn't care for it. The raid bosses are they're fine. You know, cool. I'll tell you what. Some of these quests are kind of awful, though. Like one of them was catch 10 sun kern. Cuts. Yeah, it was catch 10 sun kern for a sunstone. Sun <laughs> yeah. And I was like, in what universe? would i do that uh, <laughs> i just i just want to say that like the concept behind the event fantastic if they were trying to do like a catch-up you know time of year for right, new people right. coming in it i didn't get that feeling that that's what they were trying to do but that's certainly what some of the rewards felt like oh definitely i feel like a lot of people are getting a huge benefit out of this event um and i just don't think it's um long-term players i think this is more of like hey you just started playing in the last six months when we're wiping up stuff. you know yeah this is this is this will get you through for a while meanwhile so, all those evolutions in the wild some real good stardust delicious stardust it's so yes, good it is all right so uh it gets a pass would you like to see another evolution event around maybe again next year it'd be cool if anything this like a water event so you know it happens every year or something like that anything that puts evolutions in the wild is okay with me okay i can I, agree with that <laughs> yeah awesome all right so next thing on the docket here niantic and qualcomm are making a partnership and here's the real short version of this they're working on a set of ar glasses the longer version of it is that these these AR glasses will be able to then project on these glasses for you a nice like full AR environment that can also hopefully be shared with other users. So, you know, our, our PVP arena dream might be a reality <laughs> sometime. Um, if you day. would like to read up on this entire article, it is fascinating um when you dig in you learn more about the company and such like that again it is qualcomm we will have this linked in the description of the episode please go and take a look if you're interested in that but we're not going to dig too much into that here because well some of it just frankly ain't pokemon go you know it's we got limited time here you know we got bad jokes to make we got headlines (laughs) to go through we got pokemon to discuss kyle i don't got all the time in the world do you uh sometimes Sometimes, well, sometimes I'll tell you what, (laughs) neither of us are going to have enough time to do all these events coming up in December. So let's talk about them. (laughs) December in Pokemon Go. Oh, oh, boy, it's a big one. It's a big one. 
For sure. All right. This is coming from GoHub. Shout out to them for organizing this in a way that makes sense. Contrary to the official postings, which are a little bit of a <laughs> word scramble, uh, to be very honest with you. So again, GoHub, thanks a million. Y'all made this real straightforward. So here are the events. We're going to talk about them one at a time and we'll do them in chronological order. Um, starting with the beginning of December, uh, there was a new thing that came out is a special research called a challenging development and uh, this, of course, is a challenging development, a new special research line designed to help take down Team Go Rocket, and it's available until the end of December. So this is the new Team Rocket recurring monthly special research, like the next next chapter or re- version of it or whatever. Defeat Giovanni this month, and you'll have a chance to rescue Shadow Zapdos. Team Go Rocket never rests, trainers, and neither can we. Be on the lookout for new Team Go Rocket special research from Professor Willow every month. For more information, please see Niantic's dedicated support page. How very exciting. Uh, I have yet to finish any of these Giovanni researches, either of them. Kyle, have you? No. Yeah, no. I, I'm just not. I'm sorry, I'm, but. I'm not really interested. Purifying 15 Pokemon, as much as I'm interested in, like, going and finding Giovanni, that's just not. <laughs> the reward's not good enough for me. I did it. I did it. I did the 15 uh, and now I'm slogging through the rest of it. And I just g- grunts are, are just not conducive to the way that I currently play, especially since mm-hmm. it's cold. So I have a hard time locating them in mass. Um, it's usually like one at a time. And it only if I'm like waiting at like a store or something. Like, right? yes, so, just you happen upon it. Right. I'm not I'll going open out up to my, hunt them. I'll open up my phone while I'm at work on a break or something. I'll be like, oh, it's a rocket stop here. I guess I'll do it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But oh, well, uh, maybe I'll find some motivation to to knock this thing out. Maybe that'll be a goal for this week. Who knows? <laughs> um, so there's that. Starting December 16th, different Pokemon hatching from eggs. OK, here's the details all scrambled up. Different Pokemon will be hatching from eggs. Starting on Monday, December 16th, you can expect different Pokemon to be hatching from eggs. Which Pokemon will they be? Incubate some eggs and start walking to find out. Thanks, Niantic. I thought you said there was going to be information. That's information. You know when it's going to start. And you know what Niantic's opinion of it is. It's hatch the (laughs) eggs and find out for yourself, you lazy trainer. (laughs) God. As long as we just don't have like sableye in 10k eggs anymore well okay so here's the thing do you think they're going to change up the entire like all egg pools maybe readjust and and reassign like maybe 7ks will serve a different purpose now maybe they'll spread the alolans out in different places like 2ks or something i don't know i think one of the big things to take away is they just gave a date like they didn't stay they didn't say until or for now, they just said will be changing. Yes. So that gives me hope. Yeah, I think it's gonna gives be a, a sweeping a sweeping change, right? Yeah. It's gotta be. Yeah. Something. Something blanket. Please uh, just don't have like 38 Pokemon in the 5K eggs. <laughs> I have eight. I have eight 5K eggs right Do now. Do it. Do it, please. <laughs> I'll I'll pay you, Niantic. Do it. I just wanna I just wanna record Kyle's reaction. That's my only ask. <laughs> All right, December 17th, like previously mentioned, without further ado, Verizian in Tier 5 Raids until January 7th. You got that? Good. Awesome. He's awful. 
Yes, it's he awful. is. Go Absolutely catch your one. Absolutely terrible. And leave your friends out to dry for the rest of the raiding period. December 20th, Lugia and Ho-Oh special raid weekend. Special is a strong word. Lugia and Ho-Oh return for a special raid weekend. There it is again. Why are you trying to force this? Special's not going to happen. It's not trying to make it a thing. Both the psychic and flying type Lugia and fire and flying type Ho-Oh will be available in raid battles! Exclamation point. Pokemon Go is excited. Shiny Lugia and Ho-Oh are available in Pokemon Go. Awesome. As they Features. have been. Yes, this is not news. Features. Lugia and Ho-Oh will appear in five-star raids during the event. Please note that Virizion will still be available in five-star raids during this time. So it's actually going to be a pool of three during that weekend. Virizion and, oh. the, two, and the two Boyds. What a nightmare. So it, it'll be, uh, it'll me, be okay. a thing. Somebody, better memory or access to the internet. Who has been in raids more, Lugia and Ho-Oh or Kyogre and Groudon? Lugia and Ho-Oh. Yeah? I think I so think, as well. I think that's the answer. I think this is... I think this is five or six now. Lugia has well because they came out first, right? They came the both yeah. of them came out before um, Kyogre and Groudon by a fair margin, and even before that, the legendary birds and Lugia and Ho were being recycled before <laughs> before Groudon <laughs> and Kyogre even came out. So it's like, oh man, there's no hope for these guys. But it's just like, man. what is what is with Niantic and like. Thinking Lugia and Ho-Oh are the Pokemon to bring back for a one weekend raid. I'm I'm totally <laughs> I'm totally okay with it. I love those Pokemon. And I love their shinies. Both of their shinies are pretty good. I I agree. They're they're good shinies. I have um, one of them. So uh, jealous, jealous, jealous. <laughs> Maybe I'll go hard on this weekend and, and try to get both of those. I'm saying that this is probably not true. But, no way, um, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be cold. December twentieth. Oh boy, I'll be hibernating by then. So yeah, December twentieth. That that whole weekend. That it's going to be a raid weekend. Great, cool. December twenty fourth. Here's the meat. And potatoes of what's going to happen for holiday stuff. Pokemon Go Holidays 2019. When? Tuesday, December 24th at midnight to Wednesday, January 1st at midnight in your local time zone. Sorry, 1159 p.m. My bad. Features include. All right, let's get the let's get the ugly one out of the way. Pokemon in holiday costumes. Colon. (laughs) Because it's a list. Pikachu. (laughs) Raichu and Pichu wearing no. beanies. Oh, All no. three of them wearing beanies. And not only that, <laughs> we've also ruined another Pokemon special this year. Stantler wearing bells will appear in Pokemon Go for the first time. Ready to pull Santa's sleigh, I would assume. Oh, jeez. That's not true. Actually, okay. Look, I don't think they're going to ruin Stantler. I, I'm actually super looking forward to this one. The Stantler one will be but cute. Like, now that's two Pokemon that are going to have boosted spawns that you can't mass transfer. Ugh. If they, What if they made them shiny, though? What if Stantler could be shiny? Isn't it like a sick, like anemic yellow? It is green. It's green. Is it like the it yellow green, green, though? Uh, Yeah, it's, it's definitely more on the yellow side than the blue okay. side. So still ill. Yes. Okay. All right. Makes sense. So in addition to the, that holiday fashion faux pas, Pokemon appearing in the wild, delightful ice type Pokemon will be appearing in the wild, such as Sneasel, 
Delibird, Snowrunt, and more. Making its Pokemon Go debut will be Cubchu, the chill Pokemon. Cool. Are you excited? <laughs> or what? Cubchu's I mean, really neat. Cubchu's pretty good. I like yeah. Cubchu. We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about Cubchu more in a little bit here. You can you can guess what that illusion was for. Pokemon appearing in eggs. Alolan Sandshrew, Alolan Vulpix, Pichu wearing beanies, and Stantler wearing bells will be hatching from seven kilometer eggs. Yay. Cool. Pokemon appearing in raid battles. Raichu wearing beanies and Stanley wearing bells will be available to challenge in two star raids. Okay, two star raids. Two stars. <laughs> yes, the poor man's three star. Pokemon attracted by glacial lure modules. Throw a glacial lure module on a Pokestop near you, and you'll have a chance of encountering Cryogonal, the crystallizing Pokemon, making its Pokemon Go debut. That's two brand new Pokemon. Three if you count Cub Chew's evolution. That's exciting. I, I'm thrilled to see another Pokemon, but I'm not so thrilled to see it behind the pseudo paywall of the 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 Glacial Lure. Well, I think people are kind of over that now. You you sort of had that with uh, Cherubi. You could either get it from an egg or yeah. it was a Mossy Lure already. Yeah, so. and I'm saying I, I don't think people were particularly thrilled with that with that yeah choice. But at the same time, I think people like the opinion of that has softened. As they've uh, given out more lures for things, like f- even this of this evolution event has some lure modules uh, for mm-hmm. rewards. But there you go. Event exclusive field research. Speaking of field research, enjoy event exclusive field research tasks that will reward you with the chance to encounter Pokemon like Pikachu wearing beanies. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote this? They have to know. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> i have one takeaway from this this event and it's that we're gonna be drowning in pikachu's Pikachu. wearing beanies if they're not mass transfer i'm gonna cry they're not uh, gonna be they're not you gonna know be it. all right save shadow pokemon we have reason to believe that team go rocket has turned more pokemon including Delibird, into shadow pokemon there might be other shadow Pokemon to discover in places high and low. So get out there and save them. If you're lucky, you might encounter shiny Stantler wearing bells and shiny Snover. Hey, there's the shiny Stantler wearing bells <laughs> and shiny Snover. That's a good addition. I think shiny Snover is, is cool. Does it even look good is the question. I have no idea what that one looks like. Not really. It's nothing special, unfortunately. <gasps> Bummer, dude. The the white snow part of him stays white, and then like the brown accents change color. But I forgot what color they change to. Okay, yeah. So nothing big, but it's, uh, maybe Obama snow looks cooler. But hmm. nope, same thing. Lastly, as far as features <laughs> go, winter themed avatar items coming to the shop. You can look forward to a Stantler sweater oh and God. a Stantler headband, as well as a beanie hat to match the one some Pikachu are wearing <sighs> for this event. Some Pikachu, it's all Pikachu. All Pikachu. You've made that painfully clear. <laughs> all Pikachu, all Pichu, all Raichu. Yes, all beanies. My goodness. <laughs> all right, bonuses from two. This is actually a little tricky. So here's here's the bonuses. That are, there's some bonuses around some days and some bonuses for the entire period of time. This is from December 24th through January 1st. So these three bonuses are going to be through the entire period of the event. Open twice as many gifts each day for the duration of the event. The number of gifts you can open daily will increase to 40. 
Carry twice as many gifts. For the duration of the event, the number of gifts you can carry in your inventory will increase to 20. So double, double for both. One guaranteed single-use incubator per day. In order to more easily hatch eggs during the holiday season, trainers will receive one single-use incubator at no cost once per day during the event by spinning a photo disc on a polka stop. They did this last year, and I believe the year before. This is an awesome change, or an awesome it's an awesome thing, not a change. It's an awesome <laughs> feature. If you like to hatch eggs like I do, this will save you maybe some money and some time. But this, you know, single use regular incubators. So this, I don't know. Hey, it's going to mean a lot to me. That's true, mister. I don't buy anything. Uh, let me just let me see <laughs> how old what my eggs are right now. Just just to see. It is December 10th and I have an egg from October 20th. Okay. Maybe you should get hatching, dude. I, I hatched them one at a time. Man. But because I usually hatch like the two clowns as soon as I get them, and then I'll hatch a 10K as soon as I get them to see what I get. So What a sad state of affairs. I'm crying I put on the inside. The, I put the October 20th into an incubator right now because I had a free okay. one. Good deal. All right. Do you want to hear more about the other bonuses? Because these ones are actually pretty pretty good. Let me have it. All right. From December 24th at midnight to Wednesday, December 25th, two times catch candy, two times transfer candy. And then from December 26th through the 27th, two times catch stardust. So that's that's the big one. And then December 28th, which is a Saturday through Sunday, December 29th, it's two times catch experience. And then from Monday, December 30th to Wednesday, January 1st, Half hatch distance when eggs are placed into incubators during this time period. Yes. Into it. There's one more thing. One more thing. December 28th, special winter weekend event. When? The 28th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. in your local time zone. Kind of like the uh, the Reggie Gigas event uh, period. Features two-hour glacier lure module duration. Uh, glacier lure modules will last two hours for the duration of the events. Pokemon such as Lapras, Delibird, Cubchoo, and more will be drawn to glacier lure modules during this time. One can also, you know, use the test to take the test here and say Cryogonal will also be there. Uh, Glaceon with last resort. Use a glacial lure module to evolve Eevee during the event, and you'll get a Glaceon that knows the charged attack last resort. That's a nice way to get that evolution with that move. Regice returns to raids. Not from popular demand, I might add. Did you miss out on catching a Regice the last time it was available in raids? This is your chance to catch the Iceberg Pokemon. <sighs> oh, boy. I guess that's true. And then lastly, two additional raid passes. You get you get two raid passes for free during this event. So knock yourself out if that's something you want to attend. I'm not quite sure if that appeals to me, that event appeals to me or not. But uh, we'll see. Maybe one Glaceon with Last Resort. I might go out. Throw down a lure and do that, you know. I mean, you can do that this this Saturday. You're right. Are you interested in this event on the 28th, this special winter weekend event? No, not not at all. Great, <laughs> not I, for me. I, I thought so. I thought so. What are you interested in from the from the holiday event? All of these but, things. Anything okay. jump out to you? <laughs> can I can I can I give a potential hot take? Sure. I. It's going to be a strong word. I hate this. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. A lot. Why? Why? What's what is uh, grinding your gears? We were just talking about this 
either two or three weeks ago. What do you want, longer events or shorter events? Well, Niantic decided to double down on the short events, like to an extreme. And the only thing that's active the entire time are going to be like the spawns, which happens all the time. And then the gifts, which let's face it, is a quality of life improvement that people have been begging for. All this stuff happening for one or two days. I'm just like, I'm not going to. And it's happening around the holiday time, too, when people are really busy. Just. Yeah. That's like a, double Stardust. That's, big... that's awesome. That's that's great. Half egg hatch distance. Fantastic. It, they're all good things. But I'm not going to go out of my way for pretty much any of these because I've got. I've got other things going on, unfortunately. Yeah. When I was trying to figure out a, a Pokeball question for today, one that crossed my mind was how do the holidays affect your your playtime and your gameplay? Um, and I just think it's so it, it is kind of counterintuitive for there to be such huge uh, time demanding, uh, like especially on weekends events during the holiday season. But also at the same time, if they didn't do something big for holiday season, we would also be like, why aren't you doing anything? Come on. I agree. But like. What I the thing I don't agree with is not it's not the event it's the way it's broken down. It's Reggie. I got it. I get uh, it. <laughs> yes, he's the cherry on top. Mm-hmm. But it should have been all five things for all seven days. If you want to make a year end Christmas holiday time whatever you want to take it event, just. Throw it all at the wall for those seven days. You'll get people to play more that way. So, yeah, seeing it Fair per day just makes me not want to take part in some of them. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm really starting to adopt that whole, you know, some events aren't for me mentality. Yeah. And so I just I really think like the, the Lu Yi and Ho events, it's not for me. Uh, the holiday event is for me i like the spawn changes i like new fun i like hunting down the new pokemon you know like when spiritoon first came out i was all about that stuff like that so i like that i have to find cryogonal and stuff like that new shinies are always great like finally a shiny being assigned to an older pokemon revitalizes my interest in that pokemon all the time right like i'm excited to see poly like I, I always love barboach baby heck yeah wish cash is like my dude like fell in love after boulder cup let me just say one of the positives i think for me it's not the holiday event it's the egg changes on the 16th um i'm really hoping that it it changes things up i'm not even hatching that many eggs and i'm excited about it so yeah yeah i'll be interested to see what they do but we could just sit here speculating all day but instead let's be productive and let's move on to gear up so this week on gear up gonna go through some tips for the community day that's coming up it's coming up this saturday the 14th and this sunday the 15th we didn't really mention it earlier because we've gone through it a couple of times but it's come to my attention on and reading the internet that there's some things that some people still don't know or might not be aware of just want to bring to attention. First up, evolutions. This is going to be the first time a lot of people encounter the last resort EVs and they may want to get an Umbreon 
with last resort PV specifically for PVP, mm-hmm. one of the things you need to know is even if you've walked that EV 20 kilometers, it needs to be your buddy when you evolve it. Don't be like me or like <laughs> anybody else and walk it for the Celebi research and then think, hey, I'm going to switch to another Pokemon so I can keep getting distance and then evolve this later. It doesn't work. No. I had to I had to do that one twice. <laughs> <laughs> the literal walk of shame, 20 kilometers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt that one. Uh, a nice rule of thumb that would be useful for those of you that are trying to navigate the day and night cycle um, would be to look at your Eevee, look at the evolution button. And if your Eevee is eligible to evolve to the respective form that you need, Espeon or Umbreon, it will be the appropriate silhouette. It will no longer be a question mark. And that's how you can tell without a haha shadow <laughs> of a doubt. Uh, 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 speaking of shadow. Ooh, look at that. Go for it. <laughs> shadow okay. and purified Pokemon. They're excluded from Community Day moves with one exception. Tyranitar can still learn SmackDown due to the (laughs) fact due to the fact that it's a fast move and it does not conflict with return for purified Pokemon or frustration for shadow Pokemon. What a stupid thing I'm excited to have. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna evolve a a, a shadow. I've got a I've got a couple of Shadow Larvitar. I think I think it's time for them to shine. And shine, you mean not be anything special because Absolutely. who cares about return and frustration? Okay, good. This next one is a pretty general community day one, but just want to clarify because December seems to be a little different. TMs will not work to obtain any community day moves. Don't waste any of them. You need to evolve a Pokemon during the window of Saturday and Sunday in order to obtain the community day move. And I would not bank on there being any mistakes like we had with that Mewtwo. What was that now? Two years ago? Oh my God. Oh, a year yeah, and a half ago. With that, uh, with that weird shadow ball glitch. Yeah. Hey, some of us came out on top with that. So yeah, you know what? And then I was like five minutes late and I wasted like <laughs> 10 charge TMs. Okay. For those so. of you at home that might be lost there a couple of years ago, was it two years ago? I don't know. I think it was some, a year and a half. Yeah. Some vague amount of time ago, long enough ago that you might not know. <laughs> there is a period of time, like 20 minutes, like after Mewtwo left raids for some sort of event where you could charge TM and give it shadow ball. Literally 20 minutes. Like seriously, I think it was like 20 three and a half minutes or something like I that i don't know it was something something dumb and you could do it and it, since it was a glitch nobody knew when it ended so there was lots of people who got there late like kyle who just started spending <laughs> a pile of charge tms <laughs> rolling for shadow ball and getting fire blasts <laughs> yeah i think that mewtwo still has focus blast somewhere uh you look up tragic in the dictionary and <laughs> it just has the summary of that event <laughs> rip those charge tms yeah next up scheduling so there's going to be 11 pokemon for this community day one for each month of this year obviously none for december but they're going to be split between two days i believe it's six on saturday five on sunday we'll have a, a link with a specific time so we don't have to read them off here for you but the shiny rates are only going to be boosted for those pokemon on each individual day 
So if you're hunting for a very specific shiny, make sure you play on the right day. Don't play on Saturday when you need that Chimchar shiny that you missed out on. I'm pulling names right now. I don't remember which day they are. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like we'll have to hatch eggs to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, Pikachu, because we haven't talked enough about Pikachu yet. Hat Pichus can evolve into Hat Pikachus that no surf. So if you really want to evolve one of those Hat Pichus, they're probably more rare than a surf Pikachu, into an even more rare Hat Surf Pikachu. <laughs> you're, you're welcome to. Santa I, Hat Surf Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid, but in a great way. Raichu cannot no surf. So don't evolve your Pikachus expecting to get a Raichu with surf for the novelty. And lastly, in a previous announcement, they said that 2018 Community Day Pokemon would be hatching from eggs and they listed Pikachu and they have since corrected that. It's now going to be Pichu hatching from eggs as you would expect given that it's the baby form. So in order to obtain surf, from a Pichu that you hatch, you need to evolve it during the time frame. Heck yes. Nice. One thing I will say that has nothing to do with what you just talked about, because while <laughs> while you were talking, I looked up what shiny Snover and Obama Snow look like. The green tips are blue. And I, I mean, you're right. I, I think the blue looks good. It's minimal, but I think the blue looks really good. And yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just had to say that. I want to make sure our boys get the love they deserve. You know, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I can't think of anything else to say about going to community day uh, except, hey, good luck, guys. Two days is going to be quite a bit. We know that there will be some of you out there really going hard, and, and we love to hear how it went for you. Send us an email or something. It's going to be an exciting time this upcoming weekend for sure. Why don't we roll into Pokalore? Uh, so this week for Pokalore, we're going to talk about Cub Chew, the chill Pokemon, and Bear Tick, the freezing Pokemon. Cub Chew is a bipedal ursine Pokemon with a light blue head and neck. It has a slightly pointed head with large round ears, shiny dark oval eyes, and a darker blue muzzle. Cub Chew has a shiny dark nose from which a considerable amount of light blue nasal <laughs> mucus, the source of its attacks, droops. Droops. <laughs> the source of its attacks. It, it droops from its nose. <laughs> the lower part of its body is white. It has rounded forepaws, digitless feet with black paw pads, and a small round tail. Cub Chew's nose is constantly running. It inhales the mucus and uses it in its attacks. If it is in bad health, the mucus becomes watery, which weakens its ice type techniques. Cub Chew. The chill Pokemon, also known as gross and disgusting and cute <laughs> at the same time. I don't I don't understand how this thing exists, but here we go. It evolves. Wow. Something like that. It, it's hard, having a hard time breathing. Managed to evolve. Sure did. Into Bear Tick. Bear Tick is also an ursine quadruped Pokemon capable of standing on its hind legs. It has bluish white fur with a shaggy tuft at its rear. Three spikes of ice hang from its lower jaw, forming a beard. It's the best. Its face consists of a long snout, beady black eyes, and rounded ears. 
Its large forepaws have black claws and paw pads. Beartick is capable of freezing its own breath and will create pathways across water using this technique. It inhabits northern areas where it catches prey in the cold waters. Does this not sound like Frozone to me? <laughs> I mean, like, it should like really bring this bear its super suit, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, max CP for Bear Tick, 30-42. Okay, way better than I was actually expecting. It's got a great attack and stamina of 233 and 216, respectively. Those are slightly nullified with a low defense of 152. Not very impressive. Best move set, although the Pokemon isn't really out yet, so there's not a lot of considerable testing. Also, I don't think people are going to be using Bear Tech very often. Um, but Powder, Snow, and Ice Punch uh, is your best bet for best move set for the stab bonus, for sure. Kyle, how do you feel about Cub Chew and or Bear Tick and or Ice Beards? Should I freeze my beard? What do you think? I mean, if you run a marathon in the winter, you will freeze your beard. So, you know. Yes. It'll do it for you. That, that's true. I, eh, I no. won't do they're, that, but yeah. <laughs> they're fun Pokemon. Uh, that's about it. Also, why is Bear Tick a quadruped? Because I've never seen it not stand on two feet. Just saying. That's true. I mean, it does say capable of standing on its hind legs. I mean. But it, but it only stands. But it only does legs. that. Let's I don't know. Honest. Maybe there was an anime episode where it was walking in all four. And so they're like, well, now we have to say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, they're great. They're cool. I'm looking forward to them coming out. Cub Chew's adorable. Cub Chew is a cutie pie, but also very gross. Yes. Yes. All right. No PVP section this week because, wow, so much other content in this show. I'm so sorry. We'll talk more about Timeless Cup next week. I know it'll be very late for most of you who have already done your matches since it's already halfway through the month. But we did do a prefacing Timeless Cup kind of like sneak peek earlier and talked about it. So we'll we'll do a more comprehensive coverage section of it. Let's say next week. I'll probably have time next week to do that. Awesome. But uh, into the Pokepole. Last week's question, what other Pokemon do you think should have a regional variant and what would it be? At KaiWorld4 said Shuckle because it's my favorite. Maybe something like Corsola, Bug Water type or Rock Water type. I like that. I like the, the Rock Water. I love the conflicting typings. They're always yeah, fun. That's what um, Omanite is, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Justin said, I would love to see a regional variant of a legendary Pokemon. Rayquaza is one of my favorite Pokemon of all time, and I would love to see a Galarian Rayquaza. Maybe a dragon ice typing? Also mythical. I know Hoopa is not currently released in Pogo, but it would be sweet to see it get some love as maybe a steel ghost type or even a dark ghost type. I love Hoopa so much. Last but not least, Pinsir. Yes. Another one of my favorites. I think it'd be pretty sweet to see it have a steel bug type. And also, justice for Mega Pinsir, rip. Yeah, man. Hey, I, I agree. I think, yeah, Pinsir's looking a little cold. Give that guy a metal coat. Yeah. I hope Mega Pinsir being a thing does not, you know, relegate Pinsir's need for either an evolution or, like, new typing type of buff, because that would be really cool to see. I don't think you can do Mega of something that isn't a max evolution form, right? You cannot. Well, so, as of right now, but, Pinsir would be a but great... But Mega doesn't yeah. exist, so, you know, it's okay. That's true. Oh, <laughs> man, I want Mega and Go, so... Anyway. That said, though, if you haven't looked up Hoopa before and you play Pokemon Go, you should look it up. It's a weird-looking Pokemon. It's great, though. It's great, but it's weird. I like it. Tyler said, 
I think an Aerodactyl that's Rock Dragon would be pretty cool. Its lore could be that he's a rival to Tyrantrum. Tyrantrum being the one of the fossil Pokemon, I believe, for Gen 5 that we're going to get later. Should it Gen 6? Be, Gen 5? I think it's 5. I think it's so. It's 5. And then lastly, we got one from Julius, longtime listener. He wrote in. He sent a sweet drawing, too. My response to the Pokeball is Ponyard and Bisharp and its G-Max form. So first up, Ponyard, the apprentice Pokemon, has two different versions, one in Sword and one in Shield. In Sword, when it is imported into the Galar region, it grows a heroic yet kind-hearted soul um, and then becomes like a new form of it. And then in Shield, uh, when it sees a Pokemon or human in danger, it valiantly comes to its rescue and voraciously attacks the bully until it faints. And then he actually even made some stats, putting a big emphasis on defense. I'm into that. Then for Bisharp, the hero Pokemon, in Sword, after valiantly protecting a whole bunch of people in Pokemon, it was bestowed a cape and turned into this form. So it like takes a like a cape and adds it to its <laughs> its whole outfit. It's really cool. I like it. uh, in Shield, its sword became a three-ended dagger. And they say if you get stabbed by the dagger, it will induce pain and guilt that will never go away until you own up to your mistake and apologize to the person you were hurting. Wow, that's very now, creative. That really right cool. there, that is a Pokemon description. I like it. Yeah, I'm into it. I think it sounds really like cool. something you'd see in a Pokemon game. Uh, and then some more stats. Again, a heavy emphasis on defense, a little bit less on stamina. Uh, I'm a big, big fan. I think these are really well designed. Good job, Julius. Thank you for writing in. Uh, this week's Pokeball question. Kyle, are you ready? Uh, I That's am not ready. the question. That's not the question. Oh, but are you okay. ready for the question? Dang. Sorry, you were right um, there with that answer. You know, just... <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready anymore. Oh, okay. Well, figure that out. Uh, you got now. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm okay, ready. Okay, cool. The question is, what's your favorite Pokemon Go memory of 2019? What a question. Oof. What, what a, a question. question. Especially for the two of us, because I don't know about you, Kyle, but I assume that uh, 2019 was consumed more by Pokemon Go than I could have ever ever thought possible <laughs> i mean it, it definitely more for you mr 500 raids of summer that's for sure oh yeah for sure but i mean i think <laughs> just for both of us too i think uh we spent a lot more time with this game this year than we might have mm -hmm. foreseen i think it may sound like a cop out but go fest 2019 maybe that that whole weekend i think is my favorite memory of go from this this year Okay. Because it because I mean it was Go Fest and that's that's fantastic. It was a ton of fun. But then the the two of us were downtown and played for you know eight hours the day before. We walked a ridiculous amount for somebody who doesn't walk that much. It was it was a big deal. You know, caught a bunch of shinies, got to meet some people, had a bit of a fiasco with the weather. It was it was very memorable. I agree. I think that was pretty awesome. Um, but I do have to also agree with the fact that, yeah, definitely a cop out of an answer. Come on, dude. Of course, Pokemon Go <laughs> Fest was the was the highlight. It was for me, too. But I'm going to try to think of something else because I've talked about how great Pokemon Go Fest is. Um, Finishing 500 Raids of Summer. I 500 Raids of Summer was probably was probably up there. I think <laughs> I don't know. It felt good to be done. Yeah, I'm trying to decide <laughs> if starting it or if I liked starting it or if I liked finishing it better. But I think starting it 
and sending that thing out and being like, okay, all I got to do is do raids now. Like, I think that was probably the most, that was probably the best moment was starting that. Dear listener, if you please, I'm sure you do have a favorite Pokemon Go memory of 2019. Please share it with us. Send it to us via email at mail at gocastpodcast.com or post it on our social feeds, Facebook or Twitter. Or if you're in our Discord, you can respond to it when it's posted there anywhere in any way. I don't care. Communicate with us. I want to hear it. What was your favorite Pokemon Go memory of 2019? It's been almost a full year. We're like 21 days short. Something good must have happened, right? <laughs> Gotta. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But, uh, you know, normally I say speaking of emails, but I plugged the emails first, so I can't say that. So here's the email section. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This um, this first one is from Matt. Hey, guys. It's Matt. I just want to say thank you for filling my mind with useful information about DPS and wait a minute. Oh, yeah. TDO. Even though if you ask me to tell you what they stand for, I probably won't be able to remember. Anywho, thank you for filling me uh, in on events, raids, spawns and weekly disappointment. You got it. That's our brand. Keep it up, Matt. Hashtag mystic for life. I'll cut that out. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for writing in Matt. We're happy that you find at least part of our show entertaining and educational i suppose Cress wrote and said hi guys Cress here big time fan and long time listener i have a problem slash dilemma with this new looming shadows research thing and i need you guys to discuss and give some advice please i'm level 40 with what i think is a solid pokedex with a few of the strongest of the heavy hitters but for the life of me i can't beat arlo cliff or ciara I've read Pokemon Go Hub's list of counters and tried to follow advice on recommended and local community members who have completed the research. I don't have the brain stores to remember the six or seven Pokemon for each leader. Do you guys have a set of Pokemon you've used or would be good to cover the bases? Also, what if I have a good Pokemon with certain typing, but its CP is maxed, but not high because the leader will inevitably demolish my mons? Keep up the good work. Both are very inspiring and provide such a great show every week. Thank you so much. I look forward to hearing you guys discuss the show. Much shiny and hundo luck, Cress. P.S. Do you think your old cohort might return for a guest host surprise sometime? I miss her. Well, we miss her too. <laughs> um, so, well, let's let's uh, address the the P.S. first before we dive into uh, generic strategies for taking out the team leaders. So I, I did cut. I explained this in another episode, but I cut it out because it felt weird saying it. But Ness is taking a break from the show. Well, an extended <laughs> break that has no no end date, really, because she's finishing up school. She's focusing on work. She's got a lot of other things to do with her time. So that's what she's doing. Uh, and the door is open for her to hop on and do a guest spot. It actually almost happened uh, during my birthday uh, last month, but it just didn't work out. Uh, and so... Maybe in the future. It's, it's in the cards for sure. We've talked about it. She's interested in coming on. Um, but yeah, Ness is no longer a a static host, if you will. It's just Kyle and I doing the bro thing. <laughs> I didn't ask for your consent. Are you okay with with it, me calling it bro thing? Is that... I mean, you know, it's, it's not, okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, so there you go. There's the answer to that. Okay, Kyle, hit me with it. How are you going to just blanketly... Give advice for Arlo, Cliff, and Sierra. Are there three go-to Pokemon that you can point out or? All right. Well, first things first, I will preface by saying I've only done one of the Rocket Leaders. I've got a Radar, 
right now and I just haven't found another one in my spare time. There's a, there's a couple of things to remember, both Pokemon and gameplay strategies that you want to use when you're fighting the leaders. First and foremost, I think we mentioned it uh, three weeks. My God, it might have been a month ago now. Uh, shield baiting. That's going to be one of the biggest things you can do against the the leaders because they will always shield your first two attacks. You don't want to use a 100 energy charge move or even a 50 energy charge move if you can help it against them. Always a three bar or 33 energy charge move is going to be your best bet. And of course, there are a couple of standout Pokemon that are generically good. Machamp is really good against like 40% of all three of their Pokemon, something in that area. Tyranitar with Legacy Smackdown is is very generically good. So if you don't have one of those because you missed the community today, you have that coming up this week. Otherwise, I, I don't know any of the other exact counters, but I do want to address the certain typing and the CP before Chris comments. And that is don't get stressed too much if the CP is not perfect. It's not really high. The CP doesn't need to break 3,000. It doesn't need to break 4,000. It doesn't need to be crazy. There's videos out there of somebody soloing Ciara, Ciara with a 2,500 Polyrath. And if you can go out there and find it, it's actually incredible because I was like on the edge of my seat as it was happening. <laughs> they finished with like they finished with like literally one HP. Yeah, I I believe it. That's crazy. That being said, though, if even if you have a Pokemon with the correct typing, but the CP is max, but not high enough, there are certain Pokemon that are good uh good enough that they can get by with a lower CP Polyrath being a good example. Metacham in PvP, stuff like that. That being said, some Pokemon, and I hate to say this out loud because every Pokemon is somebody's favorite, but there are some Pokemon that were just not built for success in any facet, no matter how high their CP might be. That's not yeah. good. It's not good. So Don't use Snorlax or don't use uh, Slacking. Yeah, so the picture is, uh, I mean, Crest seems to be implying this as it is, but of course, obviously, the picture is bigger than typing. Um, but as for generic counters for the for the team leaders i've done three of them i've done one arlo and two sierras i have not found my boy cliff yet it is a meeting <laughs> that's fated to happen eventually but not quite yet um i can say because sierra's fresh in my mind uh it's just like sneasel's always the first pokemon so you can start building your team there of course a great competitive pokemon for raiding and pve and all that stuff um, is Machamp. And Machamp is four times effective against Sneasel because it's dark and ice. Mm -hmm. So there you go. There's your choice for that one. There's a chance of Sierra having like an Alakazam in your group and also other ice types. So for me, something that I do is I bring Tyranitars with because they can know stone moves and dark moves. So if you have like a Bite Crunch Tyranitar and a Smackdown Stone Edge Tyranitar and a Maxed Out Machamp, that's my go-to team for Sierra, hands down. So see what I did there. But I'm, I'm not saying uh, the, the valuable thing of what I'm saying here isn't the Pokemon I'm suggesting. It's the strategy at which you can kind of go about figuring it out um, 
uh, on your own and what would, what would work for what's available for your team, right? So sit down and take a look. There's these tables out there. The first Pokemon for each team leader is always static. It's always going to be Sneasel for CR, for example. And then two and three are a choice of three different Pokemon. Um, and so you can try to find, okay, where are the commonalities in the typing here? What can I bring that would cover two of these Pokemon? Um, either it's going like my one of my Pokemon is going to be resistant to another and super effective against another. Like you got to really sit down. What Pokemon am I working with? What Pokemon am I working against? What are the three that make the most sense? While also keeping in mind the shield baiting thing that Kyle was mentioning before, it's also a super viable strategy to throw something in that will whip up a charge move really quick. For example, a Whizcash and just mud bomb, mud bomb, then do as much damage as you can do before it gets knocked out. But now it, they're down two shields. So uh, that's just my two cents. Uh, I, I don't know if that actually helps you <laughs> or, or not, but I think the shield baiting might be the most valuable thing to take away from this because it sounds like you're already working on typing and ideal counters. So anything else to add, Kyle? Uh, only one thing, but this is unconfirmed. It's mostly from watching that Polyrath video. When you use a charge move against them, their AI basically breaks for like a good four seconds and yeah. they won't attack you back. Yeah, there's like two faux <laughs> turns, about two or three, yeah. they, they pass. So that also makes those quick charge charge moves even more valuable. Right. Because if you have a fast charging fast move and a low energy charge move, if you keep using them, they might not even get to attack you once their shields are down. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's it takes it takes some uh it takes some practice for sure. It takes some feeling it out to see what would work but yeah sometimes you'll fail with one team spectacularly like they'll have two more pokemon up but if you do something a little bit different with the way you use charge moves or the way you hold on to your charges and stuff like that you'll find that that same team can win very handily another time anyway thank you so much for the email Chris. i'll make sure that i pass along the positivity to ness this last email is from jackson Hey, GoCast crew. My answer for the Pokepole is Snorlax. He would be a, a great ground type, uh, just sleeping in the dirt and laxing. Uh, he also would be like <laughs> Torterra with like a tree on his stomach. Very true. Uh, just like the Gigantamax. I, I like that. I like yeah. that tie in for sure. Uh, my question is, I play Pokemon Go on an iPad and I need Wi-Fi to play, which means I can't play Community Days. The only one I really did was Chimchar and I caught an amazing amount of one. <laughs> I ran out of Pokeballs and my parents wouldn't let me buy Pokeballs. I can't friend because I have an Iantic Kids account. What should I do about this? Thanks. Yours truly from California, Jackson. Okay. There's going to be a little bit of, of um, bad news in, in this answer just because of the, the nature of the type of account that you have. Um, there is good news for your Niantic Kids account status as far as friends and such is concerned. As uh, when you grow up and you hit the age at which a Niantic adult account or a regular Niantic account, I suppose, you, like you're, you'd be eligible for it, you can get your account converted. So you can use the same account and your progress, keep all of your Pokemon, dude, and, and then you can do friends later. So don't worry. You just have to wait on that one. So that one will fix itself. As far as playing with Wi-Fi and doing community days and such and running out of Pokeballs, the best advice that I could I could give you, Jackson, would just be to ask your parents, 
maybe you guys can go out to like a Starbucks or something that has a Wi-Fi in a place where there's more spawns and such like that, that you can play while your parents are doing something else, something like that. I don't know. I, I think maybe just go talk to your folks about it and see, hey, like this is what I'm trying to accomplish. Like what can we do, if anything, to kind of try to do this? I think something else that you can do when you if you can have that conversation with your parents is if they haven't already, see if they want to try playing the game with you because Pokemon Go can be a fantastic game to play with your family. And a lot of parents do want to bond with their kids and they can bond through a game that just makes it all the better. 100%. And then for the Pokeball question, it's it's a hard one because you can't use the gifting system, but you have to rely on Pokestop spins or your weekly adventure sync rewards. So I would say maybe, hey, walk around uh, more and maybe you can get more Pokeballs out of adventure sync um, and, and such. You'd have to save from when you do get a chance to play and spend some stops, you'd have to save some Pokeballs in uh, anticipation of an event. And that's pretty much all I got for you, Jackson. I hope that helps you at least a little bit. Good luck. Uh, and be sure to write back. We'd love to hear how, how things shake out for you. Thanks for the email. Uh, if you guys would like to send us an email, you can do so at mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. We have a contact us tab there. You can click on that, send us an email without even opening up, you know, your Hotmail account or Yahoo, whatever the kids are using these days. I don't know. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook, the GoCast podcast there. And if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash gocastpodcast. And as little as $1 a month, will get you access to our patient-exclusive Discord, which I swear is growing by the day. We have uh, PvP tournaments, basically just generic, general, overall conversation about Pokemon Go. We even have other channels where people play other games, such as League of Legends, and you name it. Man, it's a great place. We'd love to have you. Feel free to join in. If you want to help support the show in a non-monetary way, Patreon just isn't going to do it for you. You can for free leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher, you know, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, you name it. Leave us a review there and it'll be great. It's free for you, minimal time. It really helps out the show. Please and thank you. Okay, Mr. Kyle. Yeah. We've reached that time again. Yep. What time is it? It's time for goals. Oh, it sure is. That was air horn sounds, but it sounded like a dying cat instead. All right. So, Kyle, you have an idea of what your goals are going to be for this week? Now, remember, what we're thinking about, these should be things that we can actually do. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I don't send unreasonable goals. I just haven't been playing a whole lot that's fair enough okay all right um i'm gonna finish the drift loon that's that's a gimme i think but i'm still gonna say it i think i hope okay okay I hope i'm with you dude uh yikes i gotta I'm, I'm looking at the ones i need to max right now which one's gonna like not break the bank and there are none they're all so, gonna break the bank yep because i only it's, i only have one other lucky right now. So gonna start working on my Yamask. See how that works. But it's it's like level 
10 or 12. So it's got a ways to go. Okay. And then we have a community day this week. Oh, we do. That's right. Okay. All right, cool. So what are your, what are your goals? I'm still kind of torn on whether I'm going to play this one just because I got to go to all 11 this year. Okay. So I don't really need anything from this. But it's fun. And then we can yeah, go get a I snack mean, afterwards yeah. and we can hang out. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm I'm going to I'm going to aim for the, the conservative three shinies of like any variety because I don't remember which ones happen on uh, Saturday. <laughs> which is okay. my day off. This is my strategy. I'm also just going to say a generic number of shinies, no specifics. I think that I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's fair. So I've got Max Strifloon and then three shinies. Yes. Not much else is happening in this next week, I think. So good deal. Uh, for myself, I want to get 10 or more shinies. Look at this guy over here. Well, I'm planning on attending both days, so I might actually be super okay, under uh, under guessing on that one. So we'll see. Um, so, yeah, 10 or more shinies. Hopefully, I would love to see 20. I'm just not that confident. Oh, my gosh. But we'll that see. sounds like. <laughs> um, and then I think besides that, I, I don't have a whole lot. I really don't have a lot going on. I think I'll, I'll make my timeless team. Because we have to have them together for the uh, Discord soon here. And let's say 200,000 Stardust because why not? Because <laughs> I'm <laughs> Spend the dust and anyway. make the dust. Absolutely. That's how it works. And that's going to do it for the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Sorry about last week, but you made it to the end of this one. So you're probably totally cool with it. Um, and we'll see you guys next week for episode 74. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.